Well, this is going to be more like a rant than anything else. It's funny. Since the last time I recorded a sort of substantive podcast, and that may have been um, the history of colonial New York. No, no. The history of the first people in New York State. I think it was that. I did the 18 Fundamental Particles. You know, the point with the podcast, it has the same function as the blogs did once upon a time. 2008, I started a blog, History Notes. <laughs> Look, I mean, you never really know where these things are going or even what your goal is. But the function, a function, an invaluable function of that blog and of this podcast has been that in explaining something, you learn it. And that's what I care about. There's things that are missing from my life. <laughs> and what I got is I want to know as much as I can before it's all over. That's it. That's been it for a while. When I say that's it, I don't mean it's like the only thing I care about day to day, obviously. But if I had to pick one thing, that would be it. I just want to know as much as I possibly can. I want to have the clearest picture of what it's all about. And you know what's sad is the clearest picture I'll ever have, I probably won't have it like right before I die because we decline typically as we age. You know, that decline might be more in terms of learning new things. So maybe it's not as dire a fate as I just made it sound. At any rate, I guess the point of all that was to say the function of the podcast. I'm not saying that its purpose is X, Y, and Z. That has a different connotation, I guess. It has more to do with intention. I don't really know what my intention is with the podcast. I know that one of the effects that the podcast has is I learn more about the things I'm talking about. And that's ultimately a sort of justification for this, I guess. So recording the podcast helps me kind of organize my ideas and learn about things that I'm learning about. It just it, it reinforces that learning. No, no, it's deeper than that. It really enhances that learning. Like you, the learning occurs in the process of explaining it to other people or preparing to explain it to other people. So that's my first point. My next point is, it's funny how few of those episodes I've done over the last, I don't know, year, because I learned so much over the last year. Oh my God, chemistry. I learned so much chemistry. I learned some math. I learned a good amount about a whole bunch of other things too. Writing systems. I was interested in, in that history. I learned some more about that. Stars. Oh, man. 
my understanding of the developmental trajectory of a star so much more extensive than it once was. So in a way, it's kind of funny I haven't done any of these recordings because having the recording of a podcast as the sort of end goal of the learning, having that as sort of a project goal, really does help you learn it. But none of those have sort of come to fruition yet. I think one reason is that I wanted the episodes to be more tightly connected to a given topic. You know, I sort of experimented with a bunch of ways of doing this. And I don't really know why exactly I want to stick with a given topic per episode. But I just wanted the episodes to be about a specific topic, you know, the development of stars, the history of colonial New York State, things like that. I also wanted the episodes to be better prepared. One of the effects of that is that they don't come around too often anymore. I've got, you know, like 30 projects in various states of incompletion. (laughs) But then you get like the bug to run your mouth. (laughs) And so you end up doing a rant anyway, and that's what this is. One of my preoccupations... One of the things that has absorbed a lot of my time and and energy over the last three years, 2019 is when I think this started to a substantial degree, is, (laughs) well, I'll tick things off. It's a whole bunch of things. I feel like a lot of it can get subsumed under just the term organization, being more organized, but it's also about learning. So I've I spent a lot of time thinking about how can I remember the things that I'm learning more effectively. You know, I I read I read these three books about Nazi Germany a long time ago. Huh, 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. Richard Evans, I think. They're well-known, you know, books on Nazi Germany, thick books. I can't spontaneously tell you anything about them. Nothing. Not one fact comes to mind right now. Think about those books. I probably read 2,000 pages worth of the history of Nazi Germany. It's not that I didn't learn anything from them. Now, now if I, you know, I were to pick the book up and have a s- sort of stimulus to get my mind going, I'd remember some things. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that section, etc., etc. But even then, I wouldn't remember as much as I wished, as I wish, I would. I feel like a lot of people have had this revelation in in recent years. I remember an econ talk um, episode, that podcast where the the host was talking about this issue, and he had a guest who was concerned about the issue. Some YouTubers I'll mention in a minute have been talking about it. We forget so much. And I've had an obsession with voice memos for a few years now. Actually, it's more like two years. I've been doing the voice memos for a couple years. And one of the things you find, this is so incredible, like there are times where you listen back to a voice memo and you don't remember recording it. 
Just think about what that means. I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious. We forget things. But how much of your life and experiences and your revelations... No, no, no. There was a piece I left out right there. The revelations is the thing that reminded me. So I will have some insight and I'll record a voice memo on it. I might record a 15-minute voice memo on it. And then a year later, I'll, I'll think... Oh my God, I just had a revelation. I'll pick up the phone, I'll record a voice memo on it. And I'll go to sort it. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. There's already one on this, and I'll listen to it. And I was like, oh my God, I had the same idea a year ago, and I forgot about it. And it's not that I have Alzheimer's or something. I mean, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe I have some memory issue. I think it's more likely that I'm just noticing how much I forget, whereas most people never have a reason to notice it because they're not doing this stuff with the voice memos and whatnot. We forget so much. So how do we retain more of what we learn? That's been one of my my obsessions. Organizing my time, I've gone down this rabbit hole of all these different apps, OneNote, Reminders, To Do, um, you know, all, playing with all these different apps and investing a lot into them to a degree, you know, I'm putting my whole day, all my errands on there, different projects I'm working on, and then kind of saying, you know what, I don't like this one, we'll try a different one. I try putting everything in the calendar. Organizing your day on a calendar actually is surprisingly, <laughs> the revelation I had, this was this was on my own, <laughs> is that calendars are for appointments, and appointments are commitments to other people. And it's one of those things where if you just said that in a vacuum, someone would say, you you needed to figure that out. <laughs> but um, the truth is, yeah, I did need to figure it out. Because I didn't know that, I didn't know that putting my events on like the electronic, you know, the iPhone calendar or something, it just wasn't going to work. Um, I want to do this for an hour. I want to do that for a half hour. It just didn't work. Um, so at any rate, I've spent just so much time over the last two or three years thinking about these types of things. Learning, organization, time management. And I came across this guy, Tiago Forte. And there's this other guy, and I don't know his name. Um, but the truth is, I think a lot of what he's saying is, is just Tiago Forte's ideas anyway. But at any rate, there's this guy, Tiago Forte. He's got a book called Something About a Second Brain. And I watch his stuff, and I watch the stuff... I'm talking about YouTube. I watch the stuff of some of the other people who talk about the second brain stuff. So they're sort of kind of all grouped together with Tiago Forte in my head. And it's a surprisingly negative experience. I don't know why it's bad. So this is the experience. Find some YouTube video. I press play. And it's, you know, 10 tips on how to retain what you learn. And like 9 out of 10 of them are things that I do. They're things that, you know, maybe I learned in the last year. Some are things that I sort of feel like I figured out on my own in the last couple years. And then here's this other person with a YouTube video talking about it. And there's something that sucks about that. And I don't want to say... I, that's all I want to say about it. 
So the temptation is to say, because I wish that I had made that YouTube video. No, that's not it. You know, that kind of why questionable, you know, what, what does it matter that they have this video talking about it and you had the ideas on your own partially? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> There's some, something about human psychology where you, like you feel some sense of propriety over like uh, an idea. And this is true even of ideas that weren't my own. You know, like I learned some stuff about learning. And then I watched it in this video and I was like, it just, there's something about, it's like we want credit for things, I guess. And I had no intention of doing anything to obtain credit for these ideas, some of which were not mine anyway. But it's still, there's something that bothers you about it. This is an off-the-rails rant, isn't it? <laughs> I think the last thing I'm going to say is about um, is about learning. I had this idea about learning. So first off, one of the things that I learned about learning, and one of the this this same concept is you know was in these videos. It's one of those ideas where I was kind of like, but 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 I learned that idea from somebody else a year ago. <laughs> Um, you know what shoot sorry to stop go stop go I am going to introduce here's here's an idea I've never heard anyone else say this this very first part there's a distinction to be made between understanding and learning I've never heard anyone say that and I don't mean that in a way it sounds like something like your 6th grade teacher would say and it it didn't mean anything but it made him feel smart no it's 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 substantive someone explains something to you ramses the great was ramses the second and he was a pharaoh of the 19th dynasty you probably didn't know that off the top of your head right so you just did you just learn it no. All right, this is the claim I'm making. You understood it when I said it. You see, you know, you know what 19 means, you know what, you know, pharaoh, you, you've had that concept like an Egyptian king, etc. You understood it. But that's not the same as learning something. Learning something is when you form a durable memory of it. And the way that you do that is actually to clear to to encounter the information the way you just did. Then take your attention off it for, I don't know, 30 seconds. So let's talk about something else for a minute. I've been drinking these um, caffeinated seltzers, but Stop and Shop is out of, always out of them now. <laughs> okay, attention back on Ramses. What dynasty w was he a pharaoh of? He was Ramses the first or the second? Now, if you just retrieved your memory of what I said two minutes ago then you just learned the content you just formed a memory of it that's going to be durable now even if you didn't you couldn't remember what I said a minute ago I'll tell you now and just the fact that you tried to answer the question is going to make this information stickier Ramses the Great was Ramses the Second he was the second Ramsey. I don't even think the first Ramsey was of the 19th dynasty. But at any rate, Ramsey's the Great is Ramsey's the second. 
He was in the he was a pharaoh of the 19th dynasty. Now you're going to remember that in a way you wouldn't have before. If we wait a couple minutes and then you do that again, first off, I say when I say wait a couple minutes, I mean if we like cleared our working memory of this what I just said about Ramses, one brand of that seltzer it's called Limitless. I get it through Amazon. It's a little expensive through Amazon. Have you ever noticed that? I actually wasn't paying attention to that for a long time. But ordering um, seltzer, anyway, through Amazon is expensive. There's an, there's another brand called Bounce, and you can get that from it, Bubbly Bounce. That's the one. Bounce doesn't have caffeine, but Bubbly Bounce does. But that's the one Stop and Shop is always out of. All right, we've cleared our memories. Now we go back to Ramsey's. Anyway, you get the idea. The point is, understanding something is when the concept makes sense to you when you encounter it. You read a passage and you're not going, huh? You read the passage and you say, oh, okay. But you don't learn it at that point. That's understanding it. And hey, that's my idea. <laughs> so now I have it on record. So when somebody else you know, writes a book about it or makes a YouTube video about it, I'm going to say, no, I had that idea. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> I know, it's a meager, meager claim to fame. This was a particularly rambling rant, but if there's anything you got out of it, that stuff about learning, that's true. That's that's like what research says, and that research is even starting to trickle into, you know, there's popular books about it. Like a guy was talking about it on YouTube. You know who doesn't? <laughs> I, I don't hear this stuff talked about by teachers. Isn't that kind of interesting? Teachers feel very caught up in, like, the fads of the day in terms of education, multiple intelligences and that crap there's always some new thing <laughs> remember remember when all the teachers were upset that like the kids were going to be tested on whether or not they learned anything like the MCAS and that type of thing <laughs> I you know I don't feel in sync with with most teachers and it turns out that testing yourself is how you learn things like that's what this research is saying so it's not only does testing people help you find out if they actually freaking learned anything in your class, but in fact it turns out that the things that actually cause you to form a durable memory are retrieving that information when you're asking questions or when you're answering questions. You know, a diorama, that isn't doing it. Popsicle stick stuff. <laughs> wow. So maybe at some point I'll get back to recording one where there's a, uh, a script and a point. That's what I get for now.